It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. No shirt, no shoes, no problem, y'all. Are we recording? We are now. Season four, baby. Season four. Season four. Season four. Four seasons. Well, three seasons and one episode into four. Yes. All right. The people want to know, Ian, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, people. <laughs> I think the people would also like to know, how are you, Claire? We've lost our rhythm. We, we don't even know how to start a show. <laughs> I'm doing... We had a whole summer off. It's like we, it's like we got to just like get back into those warm-up routines, do those across the floors, get back on our legs. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna stretch it out, honey. Exactly. Let me just take a little sip of water. Mmm. That water is good. Thank you for the water. Of course. Um, I am doing okay. Cool. We got a little nip of fall coming in, and yes. I feel like it is it is vastly improving my mood. I'm glad. I'm it's not good. such a bitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend where she sings about her mom and the whole uh, hook is, um... Maybe she's not such a heinous bitch after all. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it's... it. I watched part of the first season, but by the mm. time she got to West Covina, I wasn't really hooked. In the first episode? Like, you know, by the time she settled down and got a job. Okay, You know, sure. and she, like, keeps running into her ex at, um, like, a 7-Eleven or something? Right, yeah, yeah, something like that. She's, like, deeply depressed by episode yes. three or four. Yes, well, yes. I do recommend that show as one of the best series finales of all time. Okay, well, maybe I'll give it a go. I'm, I'm actually going to watch um, Veep coming up here. Yes. I haven't really sat down to watch all of Veep, so Ooh. I'm going to do it. I recently restarted that one. Oh. Yes. 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 You're a connoisseur of HBO. Yeah, I, something like that. Home box office. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to spoil a little something. Uh-oh. I think when we go to the thing that happened this week, I'm going to do a thing that happened this summer. Is that cheating? No. No, just no. because by the time people listen to this, it'll be applicable. Right. I th- I, well, applicable is the wrong word. It won't be as affecting as when we go week to week to week. Sure, sure, sure. Right. But that being said, because I'm going to spill how my summer went, how did your summer go? Ooh, how did my summer go? So I break it down by a month because I remember June was super busy. Yeah. Did a lot of filming and stuff with the Dapa Devil Productions, see? And July was super dead. Mm-hmm. Super like, what am I doing with my life? Nothing's happening. Why is like, why is this? Uh, and then August was actually pretty busy again. Why is this what? Ah. Uh, oh, I thought you were starting a word and then didn't finish no, it. No, that's just my internal monologue <laughs> why spinning. Why is this uh, amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Very manic internal monologue. No, um, yeah. So July was super dull and then August was busy again. So I got to do... A little play, and then I got to do a little gig with the band. A little play. A little play. He did a little play. Yeah, so. A um, little acting on the boards. A little acting. (laughs) Um, I'm a star. I'm a star in Kansas. Yes, I am a star in Kansas. Throwing it all the way back. Everybody knows. Wichita loves me. Wichita (laughs) loves me. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I don't know if they do. They probably don't remember anything about me. Well, I'm sure they do. You're pretty memorable. Thanks, buddy. We are coming back for four seasons, after all. Yes, we this have. Is our, is this our winter, spring, summer, or fall? This is our... So, here's what happened. We had a 
spring, there was a new show. Mm-hmm. We had a spring. So I think our I think shows start in a spring vibe. Okay. It's new, it's burgeoning, it's exciting. Sure. And then our second season kind of felt like the summer where it was like a little chill and there a lot of things didn't happen that season mm-hmm. and we were mostly doing technical upgrades. We right. also lost a lot of guests that year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Then season three was in two parts, which season four will also be in two parts. So don't be surprised when we take the holidays off, you binges. Um, I want my life back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So season three had like two parts, which is apropos for New York winter, right? Right. It got a little bit chilly and we got excited. We went to the holidays. We came back and it was fake. It was like, oh, no, no, fall. We had the fall where... I don't know if this is going to work now. (laughs) This metaphor was, like, going so well until, like, the fall. Yeah. Well, if you say that the fall of someone's life is that they're seasoned, Mm. then, you know, May-December romance, as it were. If we were Mm. falling in the September-October vibe, we had our stride by season three. Right. We were finally comfortable with not having guests. Right. Which we did most of season three without. We're trying to do about a half and half this season. Mm-hmm. We've already lost a guest. We've already lost one, but we're hoping <laughs> to get her back. We have three more booked, so I think we'll be we'll be fine. We'll be solid, and yeah. we have potentials. We got possibilities. Yeah, maybe even a lot. <laughs> for all those, for the one listener that's a fan of your, it's a bird, it's a planet, Planet Superman. Superman. Kill me. All right, um, and now. We are in the winter, but it's a good winter. It's a good winter. It's the cozy winter. It's the cozy winter. It's the bundle cute winter, as yeah. Claire calls it. Bundle cute. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot I made that up. Yeah, yeah, I did not. We're snuggled down, as Mindy Kaling would say. We're in comfortable snobesity. Mm. When you get on the train and you don't know if someone's fat or they just have a puffy coat. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I feel good. I got hot cocoa. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. So I think. We're ready to do the show. We're ready to do the show. <laughs> what a horrible cold open. Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, Claire and I have seen each other like several times over the past like month. Really? Not like a whole lot, but like we've like we saw each other once in August, and then we ran into each other um, on the street that one time. That was August. Yeah, and then we met up again to like discuss the show and. Uh, didn't what are you talking about yeah we yes, met up we at did. your place that's right we actually we did i thought ian was just making something up to no. make us sound like we're closer but we actually did meet up <laughs> yes we had a little um i was about to say coup d'etat we had a little tete-a-tete <laughs> we had a small overthrow it's fine <laughs> we overthrew our own show yeah and replaced ourselves with us yes we are all fixed up. Okay, so I guess we'll go to the thing that happened this week, shall we? Shall we? The thing that happened, happened this, this week. week. All right. Cue the music. Okay. No, I'm not going first. I'm not, So I'm going first. You're going okay, first. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to go first. That's okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so Ian Brodsky... What happened to you this week? Oh, man. So, if I ever have kids or grandkids, I will tell them, they will ask me, where was I the day we found out Donald Trump was officially getting impeached? (laughs) I know exactly where you were. And I will tell them I was on my couch 
anxiously watching the news, getting ready for a Lizzo concert. <laughs> and that was the thing that happened this week for me, was I saw Lizzo live at Radio City Music Hall. My first time at Radio City Music Hall in at least 20 years. Oh, I thought you were going to say ever, and I was like, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Like, I saw the Christmas Spectacular when I was like a wee young child. But you were a babe. When I was a little babe. Um... But I had not been back. Before you were an actor Before with a I... great voice. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Simonian is going to like stumble upon this podcast and be like, what the fuck, guys? Rupert, come back. Also, side note, Mazel Tov, Rupert. He's now married. Yes. Oh, we love you, Rupert. Uh, Anywho, so I saw Lizzo at Radio City Music Hall last night. Great. And I have, I don't think I've ever actually been to church but I imagine this was what the good kind of church is like. Because. <laughs> the good kind of church. Yes. The whole kind of like, Jesus loves you and like. This I know. This or I know. the Lizzo tells me so. That. And it was all about love. The whole set kind of looked like a church with stained glass heart. Like a big stained glass heart in each panel. And that woman is so crazy talented, sings her ass off, dances and sings like at the same time, has this kick-ass DJ, four or five badass backup dancers, and then in the middle of songs will just go on in a complete like I want to call it sermon because every like she'll end one song and then be like we got to talk about self-love y'all. We got to talk about how you are here for me and I'm here for you because, and that's why it's called the Because I Love You Too Tour. Because I love, because I know, like, you love me and I love you and this is my way of saying it. And it was, like, just, like, so beautiful. Like, all this, A like, spiritual experience. Spiritual experience with all this, like, diversity in the crowd. And of course, it was the day that Nancy Pelosi announced Donald Trump was, like, they were pursuing an, a formal impeachment inquiry. So, of course, she had to talk about that. And she was like, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It rhymes with going to the beach mint. <laughs> going like, to the beach mint. Okay, sure. Yeah. That doesn't really rhyme, but sure. It was, <laughs> uh, yeah, and she sang all of her hits. She did a, um, an encore of Juice, starting Great. with her flute. She ended Truth Hurts with her flute and um, started... Like, came back and started Juice with her, like, a jazz rendition of it on the flute. With Sasha. With Sasha Flute. Yes. Um, Sasha be flutin'. Sasha be flutin'. And, like, the talent on this girl is bananas. Cray cray banane. Like, <laughs> if you watched, Claire, did you watch her VMA performance? Yes. So the versions of Truth Hurts and Good as Hell that she did there were, like, the same kind that, like, the same renditions that she did at the concert. So she is, like, modulating in new places. She is, like, breaking it down in new places. And it was wild. Mm. And it was exactly, I think, what we needed for these times. And even she was talking about, like, we are in tough times and we need each other and we need love. We need self-love. We need to love each other. We need self-preservation. And we need to feel good as hell. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. Holy shit, that was my thing that happened this week. Amazing. Yes. So, all the hits, Cuz I Love You, Worship Me, Water Me, uh, Good As Hell, Truth Hurts. Like, 
seeing thousands of people just scream, you could have had a bad bitch, noncommittal, at once. It's like, that's like that's what New York is about, if you ask me. Is <laughs> about feels coming like together. That's, that's what America is about exactly. right now. Everybody is obsessed with this song. Yeah. It's number one on the Billboard chart, which is super exciting. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because the this album that is touring came out almost four years ago. And people... Well, a lot of the songs came out years ago. Right. But so, they're on the album that came out last year. Right. I understand. Right. But as like a complete set of music, most of it, including all of the things she was nominated for this year, right, already existed in the world for a very long time right, in, yeah. in, the, in the industry, in industry talk. Right. And so people were super upset that she was getting nominated for things that weren't actually released in the calendar year. And I was like, well, you didn't consider it then. So as right. long as it hasn't been considered before, I guess I, I could nominate a Bowie song the that same, we never nominated back the in the day. The same things happened to Lady Gaga several years, several Lady Gaga. years, Lady Gaga, several years into her career. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, and everything Lizzo does on stage is beautiful and spectacular. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Yeah. I can't option up today. I spent good a lot of my... Thank you. I spent a lot of my feeling voice. Feeling good as hell. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. On your good days. Yes. On your bad days. Well, this is very exciting. Yes. I am and so excited that you had that experience. And this is all thanks to friend of the pod, Brittany Pieri. So Dip huge me. shout out to Brittany, who is going through a week herself. Yes. And um, the Lizzo concert came at the best possible time. Yes. All things considered. Dipney and I have plans with friend of the pod, Colleen, Ooh. to uh, continue our Gilmore Girls Marathon. Yay. We are very excited. Yeah. We're going to snuggle down and uh, watch some people fall in love. Aww. Pick some teams and uh And it's the right time of year to do it. I am re-watching the show as we speak. I watch it every fall. I was going to say, what number round is this? Uh, probably five, I'd say. Okay. It's not yeah. as many as The Office. Which is Nine. I probably watched The Office all the way through seven times. Okay. And the early seasons, yeah, eight or nine. I have a, fr- I have a friend who's working on her ninth round. Good show. Okay. <clears throat> now that I'm hydrated. Now that you're hydrated, <laughs> I provided the water. Yes, the, the water. The water. Yes. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Cue the music, gents. anticipation well tell us about it claire tell us about it claire tell us about it claire what happened this week well so i'm gonna do this is the thing that happened this summer sure a lot of listeners reached out and wanted to know this story and i just want to make sure that we're all on the same page so we basically never have to talk about it again all right sounds healthy okay yeah i'm gonna push it down (laughs) um okay so Before we went on hiatus, I had shared with our listeners that I had had a very difficult reproductive journey, and I didn't even plan to have kids yet. I wasn't even planning it to be like this. Um, But basically, I am a BRCA gene carrier, meaning that I am predisposed to feminine cancers, particularly breast. And so this summer, I... Excuse me. This summer... I got a prophylactic double mastectomy with immediate reconstruction. Now, the surgery went fine. 
I look totally normal, I think. I think. Yeah. Are you looking at my boobs, Ian? No. Yes. <laughs> so basically what they did, I chose a deep flap reconstruction, which means that they cut a lot of the fat off your stomach and build you new breasts. So I'm skinny now. <laughs> I'm not skinny now, but I, can, I weigh a lot less. So... <laughs> Tracy diet forever. So then. <laughs> Hashtag Tracy diet forever. Yeah. So then I go home. I feel a little bit better. And then a couple days goes by and suddenly there's like a, a, a drop off in my feelings. I don't feel very good. Mm. My insides hurt. I have a fever. I'm starting to get the shakes. It's kind of like when I was going through withdrawal. So then. <laughs> So then we go back to Ian is so uncomfortable with no, that I'm, comparison. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm just like I'm just processing it. Yes, it, it felt a lot like withdrawal. So then I, we go back to the hospital, and I'm informed that I'm going into sepsis. Sepsis is when your body is not responding to something pro- properly, and your body tries to shut down its own organs mm. so uh and hilariously at the hospital i'm in a lot of crazy things happen in the hospital first off i didn't even I, I buried the lead i'm missing part of one of my ribs because to complete the microsurgery they had to cut apart my ribs and i was informed of this two days after the surgery what I, I had agreed to change to, for, to structural changes if they were needed. Okay, but still, like the, just funny, weird, creepy things were, ha, were happening like yeah. that all the time. So in the hospital, the funny thing is that I'm down in the ER because that's the fastest place you can get a CAT scan, and there's a sign on the wall that says, "Is your patient in sepsis?" But sepsis kind of looks like Pepsi, so they decided to put a Pepsi logo on it and use P E P S I Pepsi. As an acronym for all the things you're looking for when someone goes into sepsis. <laughs> and wow. I'm, I'm laying across from it like, I wish it felt bubbly and delicious. Right. Honestly, I mean, Coke forever. But <laughs> honestly, I, I can't really be enjoying this because it hurts. Right. Anyway, so the CAT scan doesn't show anything, but they're like, well, clearly there's something wrong with you, so let's bring you into the hospital. So I get readmitted, and... They put me on a bunch of antibiotics, and eventually, after like three days, the shaking stops. There's some sort of siren outside, if you can hear that. Oh, dang, this car got crunched. Yeah, and it's been sitting there for a couple days. Fuck. All right. Wow. Looking out at this car. All right. Thus endeth the, <laughs> the first, first tangent. tangent. Aww. So, oh, tangents are bad. Yay. We're definitely up to up it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, after a few days, the shaking stops. I mean, uncontrollable shaking, like Oof. I've never felt before. It. I. I looked like... A ragdoll, frankly. Wow. Like a little marionette doing a little dance. It's a very nice way to put it. Yes. So then, <laughs> a marionette in withdrawal. So then... <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, uh, I, I go home, and my mom stayed longer than... My mom was in town for, sur- for my surgery, and she had stayed during my first infection... And then I sent her home. I was like, Mom, I'm fine. Go home to Florida. A couple days after my mom leaves, 
the antibiotics they sent me home with had been working and then I finished my antibiotic regimen and a week goes by and after the week is over and I, I was back out in the world I was going to Chipotle I went to the museum with my friend I'm taking long walks but I'm still off work because I I'm super weak like I I, mm-hmm. I was moving around like an elderly person right with with some sort of arthritis so then a week after my antibiotic regimen is done the symptoms come back but this time it's worse the fever's Oof. higher the shakes are stronger and my insides hurt which before it was more like just a dull ache all over but there's like a very noticeable pain inside and my abdomen is distended and i'm like okay well something's growing clearly oh. inside of me i go back to the hospital they put me in the cat scan again and this time they tell me that i have an abscess growing in uh in my abdomen so oh i also didn't tell you that the first uh the first infection was identified as a strain of staph but they didn't know which one it was just very strong so sorry if you can hear creaky mccreekerson upstairs she's moving around a lot of furniture yes yeah as she always is it wouldn't be the show without without she's the honorary third host she really is she's giving us ambiance yes by sliding things across the floor baby (laughs) season four baby so it's staff of some kind but they don't know what kind so then when the infection returns and it's growing in my abdomen as a liquid which is crazy i didn't know that could happen they tell me that i need emergency surgery or i'm going to die wow (laughs) as simple as i can put it i'm not even kidding i was dying and when I tell people after the fact, not just our listeners, but like I've told people this story since it happened mm-hmm. in late July, early August, that I was dying. I think people think I'm being overdramatic. They're like, ah, whatever, you came through. Like, it, it wasn't really, you weren't on your deathbed. And I'm like, I was actually in bed dying. I was on yeah. my deathbed. Literally, I bro. was dying. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But anyway, so they tell me I only have a couple days to live if I don't get the surgery. So... Of course, I'm like, cut me open. Do the the fucking thing. Get in the game, coach. So basically what happened was, because of the reconstruction I had chosen, they had to make a cesarean cut across the bottom of my abdomen. Mm -hmm. So I had a cut from hip to hip. The infection entered one of my drain sites on one of my hips, and so they had to reopen my cesarean cut to clear out where the fluid was growing because Mm. it was growing where the drains had created a pocket of air to clear out bad fluids. They opened up for more bad fluid, basically. Mm. So anyway, what they call a scrub out was successful. I had a scrub out surgery. It was successful. And then I was put into quarantine for nine days. (gasps) When Ian and I saw each other, I had gotten out of quarantine the day before. Right. And I was not well. When Ian saw me, I was still very sick. When I went into quarantine, they put me on a new set of antibiotics that put me into drug toxicity, and my kidneys shut down. So when Ian saw me, I was coming out of kidney failure. Right. And kidney failure, for anyone who knows someone who suffers from kidney issues, they'll tell you it's very hard to describe what it feels like to be in pain with your kidneys. First off, you can't touch them. As opposed to, like, when my abdomen was distended, I could feel that something was pressing on my lower abs. So right. I, can, I, can, I can touch the part that hurts. Right. 
kidney failure, it, it's renal failure. Renal failure feels like everything hurts and nothing hurts. It's very hard to describe. Right. You can't touch it. It only happens sometimes, but it's somehow ever-present. It makes you not want to eat anything. I was starving mm. myself because I had no... I had no... Um, what's it called? Appetite. Haha. <laughs> the word That's is... the word. The, what is the word? The word is... Burn. Appetite. I had no appetite. And, what a weird word. Appetite. 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 Judd Appetite. Judd Appetite. Holds a stalagmite. Okay. So then <laughs> Ian has a silent laugh and it's we really ungratifying. <laughs> oh. oh man, that that took us out of that. Yes. Out, out of, of the gravity of the story. Yes, out of a dark space. I, I, obviously, you all can tell. I sound fine. Ian can attest I look normal. She looks like Claire. Yes. Gorgeous like a princess. Yes. Okay, so. That this is basically like two things that happen during the summer. Sure. So it's like the surgery and the infection. And so then I go home, right? I am still not an inch from death. Like we're coming away from it, but I'm still very close to the same symptoms. It's mm. just there now there's not a chance that I'm going to die from them. Sure. So I'm resting at home. My agent calls me. Mm. My agent calls me and I have no energy. <laughs> And he says, hey, Claire, you got offered the pre-Broadway tryout for the show that you did this past year where you're going to understudy the lead and go to Seattle and test the show at Fifth Avenue. Now, for any actors or technicians listening or directors or choreographers or whomever, they know this is a really big deal. Huge yeah. deal. I'm super excited. Hopefully, we're going to Broadway. So I get offered the show and... I can't even be happy. I'm so, I mean, I'm happy, but I don't even have the energy to get excited. Right. Craig calls me and he's like, hello, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm fine, Craig. I, I'm excited. I got your email, but um, everything hurts. <laughs> oh, hey, this siren, siren is, is not, not where, where you are. are. So anyway, here's the end of the story. A good thing happened at the end of a horrible, exhausting, I almost died thing. Right. But the irony of all of it is that my dream literally came true after I almost died. Yeah. But I couldn't even be excited about it. Wow. I'm excited about it now. Right. But it also is pretty far away. It's part of the reason why we're taking an act break. Right, yeah. <laughs> this season. Um, but yes, that was my entire summer. It wasn't until after, uh, until after a couple of months of me feeling better that I figured out where I got, okay, so the infection that was growing inside of me is called MRSA. Right. I'm, I've missed a lot of details along the way, but just know this is why it was trying to kill me. It's called methicillin resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Which just means that it's staph that doesn't respond to penicillin mm. or any of its byproducts. And so they put me on the mycins, clindamycin and vancomycin. Vancomycin put me into renal failure. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, my um, creatinine, that's the, the measure of kidney function. My creatinine levels were um, like three times higher than people in um, who have kidney disease. Jesus. Yeah, it was kind of fucked up. So... 
anyway, I had MRSA. MRSA, so staff is on us at all times. I just want to tell everyone that this can also happen to you, but probably not this dramatically. Right. Staff is on us at all times. It causes acne. It, it, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if it gets into a wound, it can make you sick. I happen to contract MRSA, which means I'm colonized for life. MRSA can come back. You are never technically cured of MRSA. You are cured of MRSA emergences. But I realized a couple months after I was starting to feel better that uh, I had gone to do community service on Rikers the week before my surgery. Mm. And it is my understanding that MRSA is rife in Rikers. MRSA is very popular in schools, in YMCAs, in community centers, in prisons. And uh, I had spent some time on Rikers the week before my surgery. And I believe that that is where I contracted MRSA. Wow. Which is fine but what's crazy about staff is that even though i took tons of showers and was surgically like scrubbed scrubbed before my surgery staff can stay on your skin Mm -hmm. so anyway that is the end of the thing that happened this summer the saga that happened this summer yes but it would be a disservice to our listeners not to tell them the whole story sure (laughs) i mean claire is so fucking strong like, I can't even imagine going through that and, like, yeah, the whole thing just leaves me speechless. Like, I don't even know how to articulate, like, how <laughs> how much respect I have and, like, how, like, how glad I am that you're just still alive. Aww, like, thanks. Because you'd yeah. have to do the show by yourself. I know. That would just be, like, I don't want to listen to me talk for that long. <laughs> um, I took a note in my phone of funny things that happened at the hospital. Do you want to hear? Yeah, I think you actually shared it with me. It'll bring it'll bring some levity. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, here we go. So when I was in the hospital, I was being treated um, for pain with um, OxyContin. <laughs> cool. And I had crazy Oxy dreams. Um, I think my favorite was that I was in a drawing of some kind with like endless archways and hallways and i was trying to get to some sort of donut social and Catherine o'hara was there and when she appeared it turned into a musical right (laughs) there was a therapy dog that was brought to me but the therapy dog couldn't come into the room because i was in quarantine so we had to stare at each other from (laughs) across the way um when I was in quarantine, no one was allowed to touch me, so they had to send me a holistic nurse to perform Reiki on me to calm me down from a panic attack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> quarantine is really weird. They actually, it's technically not considered a quarantine. They call it, um, oh God, what's it called? Uh, no contact. Mm. So when people came to visit me, they had to wear weird blue gowns and gloves. But I could walk around the hospital wherever I wanted to, wearing whatever I wanted to. I remember seeing those Instagram stories. It was super confusing. Yeah. One time, this was also in an Instagram story, one time I was walking through the hospital and there was a couple having a fight on a hospital bed. Mm. And uh, and they're yelling at each other and then they get down to whispers and he goes, uh, and he goes, honey, honey, I know how you can make it up to me. Show me a boob. (laughs) (laughs) Show me a boob. Um... This one, oh, this one just says blood typing. Um, 
Did you know that whenever you get blood taken in a hospital setting, they have to check your blood type every two days, even really? though your blood type never changes? Just for the sake of being like, yep, still be positive. Yep. I'm A positive. Still A positive. A plus. When I was first at the hospital, there was a woman named Mrs. Garrett who shared the room with me. And on my first day back from surgery, her entire family came and they had a party in the room. I thought this was going to end up being some facts of life joke. No. <laughs> if only, if only. Um... The Bachelorette was on this summer, and right. so I watched The Bachelorette with the nurses. They would come in to sit with me, so I had people to watch with. That's really sweet. At one point, my quarantine room was next to a room that was under a renovation construction, and so they had to move me into another room because everything smelled like wood-burning fire. <laughs> yep. Um, one time when I was going down with my first infection to the ER to get a CAT scan quickly taken... Um, <laughs> the physician's assistant that took me downstairs her name was emily hi emily emily took me downstairs from plastic surgery and told me <laughs> told me that quote sepsis is the magic word and the moment she told someone that i was going into sepsis everything stopped and everyone in the er got no attention but me as it should be yeah as it should be um this just says panic attacks i guess those aren't funny but they happen <laughs> That's a very funny way of putting it. This one says, have V colonized. I guess when you have MRSA, you're technically colonized. You don't have it. It mm. has taken over you. It like a small you. country. Yes. The British are coming. Yes. They took my rib. That's, that's what this one says. <laughs> they took my rib. Okay. This one says, my mom being fucking weird. Um, I guess my mom, so when my mom came, she didn't really know what to do with her hand self oh. with her energy and so she <laughs> was leaving weird notes for my roommates and like just being weird it was weird Aww. um oh window washing one day i was laying in bed in quarantine and i was all alone and no one came to sit with me for like eight hours and then all of a sudden there was a big thud at the window and i thought a bird had flown into my hospital window but no it was the window washer and wow. i watched him wash windows um, and that's how Claire fell in love. Yes, and that's how I met my husband. I buried the Kids, lead. Kids, that's how I met your mom. Um, one of them just says throwing up constantly. I mean, that was not funny. I just did it all it just the time. Happened. And this one says deep veins. So I got poked so many friggin' I remember times. You told me about. And that. I had I had very um, I had very deep veins. And they okay. couldn't find them and. I'm putting my phone away. They couldn't find them, and it took fucking forever. And, um, yes, I had many, many bruises many and marks for, uh, yeah, a month afterward. All right. So that's the whole story. I took up most of the show, which means that's okay. that Ian gets to take up most of the quiz. Okay. Um, Wait. we got to cue the music. Oh, cue the music. I love how you're just jumping in. Like, I'm not even I'm asking very... the questions yet. That's fair. That's, yeah, I'm sorry. Cue the music. <laughs> Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Oh, God, what am I obsessed with this week? Um, I have been obsessed with sleeping. Okay. Because the past few weeks at the fanciest of bestest of buys, 
Fancy have, Best Buy. Have really taken a toll on my physical, mental energy. Okay. So I have been just trying to get sleep wherever I can. Um, and in addition, like lots of other good creative things have been happening, but it's the best time of my day when I can go home to my Casper mattress, which I have finally paid off and... You now so, own. Which I now own. It's mine it, now. It can't be repossessed. Exactly. By the, by the good people at Casper. Exactly. This episode brought to you by, by Casper. Casper. Yeah, so that's what I'm obsessed with this week is sleep. <laughs> well, great. Get yes. your rest wherever you can. Catch those Zs. Yes. Hug those dads. Yes. Um, question number two. Ian, if you were – so Ian just suggested an amazing concept to me off the air. <laughs> I cut it out. It's fine. I'm, maybe I didn't cut it out. I'm not sure. Ian, if you were king for a day, what crazy thing would you decree? If I were king for a day, or even queen for a day, I'm, I'm, it's 2012. Hey! Um, <laughs> I would decree that all music listened to on public transportation must be listened to through headphones. Oh, good. If you do not own headphones, headphones will be provided for you. I like that. Thank you. Ooh, and there could be a headphone recycling system. A headphone recycling system. You put it in, it gets cleansed up for you, and then you, all you have to do is press a The next person just has to press a button. I like that. Yes, so that is my, that's that hill I will die on, and that is my rule for this week. The hill you will die on. That's from his, like, that, I got this segment kind of as a, like, like a Frankenstein idea from, and I know Frankenstein was the monster, um, as this kind of, like, combination idea from. Frankenstein was the doctor. Was the doctor. Fuck, that, my whole bit just went to shit. (laughs) Um, It was Frankenstein from. Um. Love It or Leave It's Queen for a Day, where he interviews the 2020 candidates about a similar kind of thing, and Hysteria is the hill I'll die on, Oh, where every week they say a different ridiculous thing that, like, they stand by no matter what. Okay. Um, so anyway, so that's our, that's our royalty for a day segment. Amazing. Yes. Question number three, what are you watching slash listening to, including this summer? Claire, I, you, you, you. Yeah, it, it works. Be so glad that we did not do the show over the summer because every week would be the same answer on what I'm listening to, and that is Vampire Weekend. Okay. I have listened to so much Vampire God Weekend. damn it, Ian. You said it weird again. Vampire Weekend? Vampire Weekend. Weekend. Vampire no. Weekend. No, it's not. No. What am I saying wrong? What was the other thing you said? Say Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Oh my gosh, Vampire Weekend. That's what I was saying. No, you're saying Vampire Weekend. I don't know if there's an emphasis in the name. There is Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend. That was better. That was better. I'm I'm moving past this. I'm obsessed with them. They're my new favorite <laughs> band. And like, I've always liked them. But like, Father of the Bride is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, wow. It is one of the most creative, most... Like, all-encompassing as far as, like, the Vampire Weekend brand, the sound, the creativity, the songwriting. It is so much of all the best things of songwriting and of their style. So I have been still listening to that pretty regularly. And I'm going back to, like, their older stuff, which I haven't really visited in a long time, but... That's a lot of what I'm listening to this week. Whenever I think of Vampire Weekend, I think of um, 
Did you see the Did you see the video where they mashed that up with the Parks and Rec theme song? No, but I want to see it. It's somewhere on my Twitter. The other one that I really love is um I see you, you're walking across the campus. Bulletproof vest and study and romances. How am I supposed to pretend? I never want to see you again. I also like Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. Me too. That one is a fun one. Yes. Um I'm a big fan of giving up the gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go through and list all my favorite songs, but we'd be here forever. I like Pay the Man, too. Pay the Man is good. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Father of the Bride has just been like my Wait, summer Wait, is staple. Pay the Man Foster the People? Oh, yes, it definitely is. Pay the Man is Foster the People. Yes. I'm always mistaking old songs of Vampire Weekend for new, new songs Foster, of Foster the People. People, yeah. Yeah, I get super confused. Um, and then as far as watching, I kind of just restarted Fleabag. Okay. Which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Congratulations to Phoebe Waller-Bridge Fuck yeah, and Phoebe the entire Fleabag team. Um, I started rewatching Veep over the summer. I watched... Uh, Talk about a British name. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Waller- Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And um, did some Veep. Caught up on Stranger Things and Glow. Um, rewatching. And like doing a lot of like comfort rewatching of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Letterkenny and... Excuse me. As we record this tomorrow, all the new shows come back. So yes, oh, very so excited, excited for that. Also, yeah. tomorrow is um, somebody's birthday. Oh yes, it is. It is. It's Ian's birthday. It's my birthday. Twenty I'm older than you. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a late uh, late ninety one baby. Okay, right. Libra season baby. <laughs> why we work so well together yes because you're gemini gemini Gemini. yep i'm a gemini gemini Gemini. okay question number four the last person you texted last person i texted oh my god it was (laughs) do you want to ask it to me or do we want to keep in our confusion no we won't keep in all the confusion we got a little confused guys ian brodsky who was the last person you texted that wasn't me it was sir nicholas brigadier um because brigadier brigadier so um well, first of all, Nick and I no longer work together at the Fancy Best Buy. He has moved Sad. on to Greener Pastures. And long story short, ladies and gents, it was a marathon to get our recording equipment into our hands for today's recording. Such drama. Such, such intrigue. Yes. Um, so the twists he was, and the turns. Yes, the loop-de-loops. Um, so he was the last one I texted, and um, I am excited to see him tomorrow as well for my birthday. Birthday. Yes. What, what? And finally, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, that you would like to wish well this week. Hmm. Nancy goddamn Pelosi, because it's about time. Welcome <laughs> Took to her the, fucking long took enough. Took long enough, but here we are. So Here we are with what, Ian? With the impeachment inquiry. I know, but give the people more than that. No, I mean, well, I, I mean, like, uh, my mom and I have always had, like, great respect for her just like sort of throughout her political career and politics political career and politics is incredibly redundant ian um throughout her career in politics and um now she's caught up with the rest of us so i'm happy that she's here i think there's room for all of us in the resistance regardless of your past in the resistance (laughs) yeah call me crazy but oh god yeah there's room for all of us and um now welcome to the fold officially let's get this bread Let's and by bread, I mean impeachment. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks. Your turn? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Claire Manship. Yes. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with Big Brother on CBS. Sounds about right. That sounds very Claire Manship brand. <laughs> okay. I have publicly declared on this show many times that CBS is not a network for me, with the exception of The Amazing Race. And this summer, one of my favorite actors, Tommy Brocco, was mm. in the cast of BB21. Tonight is the finale of BB21, and I am so excited. I think that Mickey is going to take it, unfortunately, because he has the best gameplay and he's the strongest competitor, even though he is a bad person. But what I like about Big Brother is that, and I've only watched this one season, the fact that they've had 21 seasons and this is the only one I've ever watched, and I'm this invested... I know so much about gameplay now. I know so much about social gameplay. I know so much about strategy. I know so much about veto comps. I'm I know everything about BB now, basically. BB, BB, twenty one. So I think Mickey's gonna take it, even though he is a bad person and he played a dirty game. It was good gameplay, and you know what? All things are are fair game in the Big Brother mm. house, frankly. Um, but I really hope that Nicole takes it. All right. Yes. Go, let's go, Nicole. Let's go, Nicole. I'm obsessed with BB and with Big Brother, and I really hope that Tommy wins America's Favorite Player tonight because he was sent home. Mickey sent Tommy home in the most ruthless, diabolical way, and honestly, the fact that Tommy was taken down by just a complete fabrication is so frustrating. Wow. Because he would have won. Tommy would have won. Damn. Yeah. So anyway, all the best to Tommy Brocco, and I really hope you win AFP, and I'm excited for the finale. And by the time this episode airs, we will know who the winner of BB is. All right. With the half million dollars. Half a mil, baby. It's actually not that much money when you think about it. Like, for winning a competition like that, because the Amazing Race gives you a million dollars. I mean, like, I feel like when it started, it was probably, it probably felt like a lot more than it is today. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Question number two. Yeah. If you were queen for a day... What rule would you decree, regardless of how sensible or how ridiculous it is? If I was queen for a day, I would declare that everyone say out loud that Friends is a bad show. (laughs) I already love this new game. I already love this new game because we are going to be comforting, we're going to be warm, we're going to be petty, and we're going to be savage. I would make it so that everyone in the world would have to acknowledge that Friends is a bad show. There would be riots, and then it would have to end at midnight. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would be like the purge of television. Right. (laughs) I'll get to it in the next part. Right. (laughs) On that note, what are you watching and listening to? So this summer, I went to a lot of movies, and I watched a lot of TV. I didn't watch a lot of TV in the hospital, but I watched a lot at home. So I watched The Amazing Race. I watched Big Brother. I got caught up in The Bachelorette. I watched Bachelor in Paradise for the first time this season. It was pretty interesting, kind of stupid, but whatever. Um, not as good as The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but Pilot Pete is the new Bachelor, and I cannot wait. Mazel Tov, Um, Okay, so then um, what else was I watching? Oh, I was going to say that I watched um, The Purge, the, the prequel Purge. How was it? bad it was bad uh, yeah there was stabbing at a rave that was mm. pretty much all i got out of that um what else happened uh and the music of course i was in with everybody else championing the success of lizzo mm-hmm. but i'm actually really into this um new song by machine gun kelly and uh young blood called i think i'm okay 
I like that right now. I've been streaming Taylor Swift's new album, Lover, which is very good. Um, my favorite track on that is The Man. Um, can I play a little bit? Sure. Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you. I'd be a fearless leader. I'd be an alpha type. When everyone believes you, what's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. Wondering if I'd get there quick or if I was a man. And I'm so sick of them coming at me again. Cause if I was a man, then I'd be the man. Kind of fierce. There's this other part where she says, um, she'd be considered like a baller, like a baller instead of a bitch for all the mm. things she's done. If she um shopped around before settling down, she'd be just like Leo and Santro Pay. Mm. Fuck! It's savage. I will say her music is very well produced. Oh, yeah. T-Swifty is getting after it, and I'm really excited for her. Honestly, I have been on the train of finding her annoying in the past, but I really feel like she was victimized by so, so many groups and so many people in her industry that didn't understand her crossover and didn't support her in a time when women should be supporting Mm. other women. Um, the other thing that happened this summer, which I know we talked a little bit about before, I'm on TikTok. I've spent a lot of time on TikTok this summer, and um, I am now mildly TikTok famous. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm, uh, I have about 12,000 followers on TikTok, Woo. which isn't very many when you look at a lot of the other content creators, but um, you know what? It's a lot of followers for me. I got more yeah. followers on TikTok in one day than I did in nine years on Twitter. So, hmm. all right, that. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I guess I've been on Twitter eleven years. On eleven years on Twitter, <laughs> I think I've done. I think I'm at a solid ten now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is what I'm watching and listening to. Looking forward to all the new music and new TV this yes. fall. Yes. The Good yes. Place final season. I can't wait. Oh my wait. god, I'm so excited. Yes. All right, uh, question number four. Yes. Uh, who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. It's my friend Matt. He was asking me if I could help him with a website thing. Ooh. And since I design websites, I can do that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Get it, girl. Get it. All right, and finally. Yes. Last question of the week, our favorite question. One person, alive or not, who you would like to wish well? I would like to wish well Hassan Minhaj. Um, host of Netflix's Patriot Act. Hassan Minhaj is um, so thoughtful and smart and cool. He gives millennials a good name. He is a successful person of color, which we need to champion more of. And he spoke in front of the House Judiciary Committee. uh, Or not the Judiciary Committee, the... He spoke in front of he spoke in front of a house committee recently about student debt, mm-hmm. and he uh, kind of went off. It was great. He brought a lot of fantastic arguments to the table, including research that he and his team had done about where every person on the committee had gone to college, and including inflation, how all of the people who go to their universities currently suffer from student loan debt that they would have never experienced in their time in college. Yep. But somehow they get to decide what the interest rates are for these students. Yep. Um, and that these students don't get – I didn't know this until watching Patriot Act because I don't have any student loans. Lucky. 
Uh, yeah, very lucky. I, I'm grateful every day for it. Um, uh, that people who take out student loans don't get to decide who their loan provider is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And you can be put in the hands of of companies that don't give a fuck about you, frankly. Right. Loan collectors don't care. They don't care. Right. Um, and the fact that you can't even shop them pro and con list style is ridiculous. So right. I'm really appreciative of what Hassan Minhaj has been doing for people who suffer from student loan debt and what he's doing for the shape of Netflix and for millennial news. Mm. I find really engaging. He talks about things that other people just won't talk about because they're afraid that they'll get, you know, murdered by the Saudi government if he does right. an entire episode about the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just really respect him, and I wish him well. All right. Ian Brodsky, it's time for the plugs. plugs. Where can people find Ooh, you? You can find me at ibrosky on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Um, and there's probably a website coming the coming forward soon so look out for that exciting um, if you have names for what the site address should be called dm me or tweet at me at ibroski is ianbrodsky.com available i'm sure it is but i'm thinking maybe something a little more creative i don't mm, know okay yeah so that's where you can find me uh what about you claire where can people find you i'm at womanship on twitter snapchat and tiktok at claire manship on instagram claremanship.com facebook.com slash julia claire manship the show is at this week's thing this week's thing at gmail.com hashtag this week's thing um we are now on most streaming services yes so we hit up apple Podcasts, stitcher google play and soundcloud like always but we have added spotify iHeartRadio. Are we going to Overcast? Um, I have to double check on... I think we are. I have to double okay. check on that one because there's a submission, for lack of a better term, submission process. Okay, so maybe iHeartRadio, we'll see. Definitely, no, iHeartRadio, I think. Oh, I mean, uh, Overcast. Over, Let's, maybe we'll Overcast. Maybe Overcast. And then um, we are now being hosted by the good people at Pippa. Who are delightful. Yes, and thank you, I, Pippa Podcasting. I've thoroughly enjoyed um, learning and... Um, immersing myself in their platform yes so, it has yes. been a pleasure pleasure a pleasure a gentleman and a scholar pleasure Pippa okay so uh, until next week I'm Claire Manship and I'm Ian Brodsky and, and that, that was, was the, the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week, week. Bye. bye happy season four season four That was a Dapper Devil production, say...